Welcome to this sermon from Silver Lake Baptist Church. Our mission is to celebrate the greatness of God with all we are for the joy, hope, and renewal of our community. We are so glad you have chosen to listen to our message. We pray you will be blessed by your time with us today. Hey guys, happy Mother's Day to all you guys from Silver Lake Baptist Church. It is great to be with you on this beautiful morning. Um, I'm excited about today. I've had a good day, but I'm excited about today because I get to honor a bunch of moms who, who are worthy and who deserve it and who are valuable and who are important. And so, so, so much of the time, I think we get into places where we just get into routines and we just do our routines and in our patterns and and we get used to those things to the point to where, where we get locked in and we, we forget to appreciate exactly what's going on. And so today is one of those days where we get to get out of that routine and, and get to say, hey, we, we know who you are and we see all you do and we know that you have a heart for for your kids and and for, for your families and, and that you have a great value in your life. And so today we're going to honor you because today is about you. So Happy Mother's Day, moms. We we love you and we appreciate you. And I just want to share a little bit here from from Proverbs. And um, <clears throat> it starts off in in Proverbs chapter ten, where I'm going to start because it's talking about um, a wife and a mom, right? Well, most people are wives and moms too, right? So um, anyway, so here it, it's going through. Um, phases and talking about how how they have noble character and how valuable um a mom is and now before i say go any further i want to say some some of you out there might be single moms and you have great value too and i don't want anyone to ever diss that or or make you feel less than because because someone put that that title single in front of you because you're not single because you you have a heavenly father that's with you and he loves you and and you're doing a great job and so thank you for all you do right this goes for you too now listen because it's, it's, it's talking about about a woman of noble character now watch the proverbs chapter 31 verse 10 says this a wife of noble character who can find she is worth far more than rubies her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value she brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. Isn't that awesome? I love this part right here. Like I'm trying to read through this because I got some other stuff I want to I want to share with you and and encourage you and bless your heart with. But I I love this where 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 it talks about. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her, her life. And her value is far more than rubies. You know you're valuable. You're God's highest form of creation. God created you, and he loves you, and he's for you, right? So anyway, I'm going to go on. Verse 14, she's like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is dark. She provides for food for her family and portions for her servant girls. Now, a lot of you, you moms nowadays work too, right? And so this, I mean, good Lord, this couldn't be more proper when it's talking about, cause like I watched Linda and, and like, like she's an awesome mom and an awesome wife and, 
and like you know what it's really horrible because like i'm stranded in this beautiful house with like the most beautiful woman on the world that's so cool i mean how horrible is that i mean really yeah it's not right but here i've watched her um over the years she'll get up and she'll work and she'll put herself first and she'll she'll or not herself first but she'll put the kids first and put me first and put whatever she needs she thinks she needs to get done for this family first and she'll work hard man harder than anyone else and she'll give up more than than anyone else be in this family because of her heart and because that's what moms are and that's what moms do right so so um happy mother's day to her i know she's outside doing some garden stuff right now so she watches this, she'll hear this. So happy Mom's Day, Linda. She gets up while it's still dark. She provides food for her family and portions for her servant girls. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. You know what they're saying right here? Man, she does it all, right? She She's doing it all. And that's what some of you moms do too. And now, like, you've got a lot more dumped on your plate. I know with some of the stuff going on and, and like, you're not just moms and, and just not, now you're just not their chefs and the maid and all this other stuff. Now, guess what, what moms are doing? They're teachers. Maybe some of your dads are too, right? And it's good maybe for us to take a little pressure off, off of them and help them out a little bit, right? But here, here's, here's the, the key. Moms have a heart for that. They're born with a heart for that. And God has implanted a heart for that in them. And, and I'm so thankful for each and every one of you. She opens her arm. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it when it snows, she has no fear for her household. For all of them are clothed in scarlet. Man, she she's bringing her best, right? She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. I'm getting tired listening to this, man. I'm lucky to get what I get done and sit down and prop my feet up and, and watch a TV show or something. Her husband is respected at the gate, at the city gate, where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. Now I had, I, I have a, good mom my mom moved to heaven a couple years ago and so um she was wise so and um i miss her and i i miss her input in my life the one thing i don't don't miss is i know that her prayers weren't concealed in time and so i can still feel her prayers with me and i can still feel her heart with me and and i know that she'll live in in our hearts in my heart and my sister's on my sister's hearts and my dad's heart forever, right? And so, because she had a heart, not just for for us, but for God first. And as moms, that is the greatest 
heritage that you can leave. Now, my mom was a little different in the fact that um, um, she was ornery. Can you believe that? Right? And ornery is, I, I mean, as in, like, I'd try, I'd make plans with my cousins and I'd be over at their house or something and I knew we were going to go get in trouble or go do something bad and mom would call and she'd like, James, I'm coming to get you. I was like 12, 13 years old, maybe 14. And I'm like, mom, you can't come over now. We got things to do. She goes, I know you got things to do. I've been praying. <laughs> and I was like, I was just like, I just shut up. I just knew, you know. So there's power in your pray, pray and there's power in the discernment that you have for, for your kids and, and um, you can keep them out of trouble. And I still think she's um, up to something because like she's still working pretty hard to keep me out of trouble even though she's in heaven, right? So anyway, her prayers, like I can't outrun them, right? Even though she's in heaven. So anyway, I just want to encourage you. Um, I think my, my mom a lot because she always encouraged us like she literally at one time when when i was younger gave the very coat off of her back for for me and that but that's a good mom right there's sometimes i scared her pretty good where where i didn't see the fun part side of her like i remember one time um my mom and dad bought some property and they um and in this acreage they had some peas so we were out walking around with um looking at the acreage because my mom and dad were going to put a house on it and i looked down and i saw this stick and at first i thought it was a snake and so kind of i kind of jumped back and i thought that's not a snake that's a stick and so i thought you know what mom's afraid of snakes <laughs> so i grabbed grabbed the stick and i was like hey mom and she turned around and, and i tossed the stick to her and i yelled look it's a snake and that stick come and hit my mom right in the hands. And my mom just passed out right there. Just went boom. And I was like, oh my God, I killed her. Oh my God. Everybody's like mad at me. And like, what did, what happened to mom? What happened? Well, I threw her a stick and said it was a snake. So pretty soon my mom come around and said, what happened? And she's like, I was like, where's the snake? I said, mom, it wasn't a snake. I, I threw a stick to you. And um, I got up and found out what a, a stick that looks like a snake feels like on her behind because she was mad, right? But anyway, beside the point, um, she, she was a great mom and is a great mom, right? And so I thank God for her because she still lives even though her address has changed. Some of you might be um, mourning out there, might be mourning moms it might be mourning loved ones and when we think about those things we can take comfort in knowing that that they went on that the ones that are on to heaven they just changed addresses you're going to see them again so look up to that but i just pray for peace for you today and in your heart and that, that you know that god's still still with you and, and that, that that legacy that that was planted in you is not going to go in vain and it means a lot, right? So, let me go on. I'm getting too mushy in my old age, right? Not that I'm old, I'm still young, but... Where am I at? She speaks with... I'm in verse 26. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her 
blessed. <laughs> Sometimes I didn't call my mom blessed, right? Sometimes I wasn't happy with her, like maybe after that stick, right? But you know something? I call her blessed now and I appreciate her. And so even though you might be going through a time in your life where maybe you're you're distant from your kids or maybe your kids are running from God and running from you and, and you're sad and going through some stuff, I want you to know there is coming a day where at one time, in one moment, God's going to say, you know what, I'm going to get their heart and he'll get their heart. And when he does, he's going to open their eyes and he will restore everything that's been stolen from you. So you hang on there. You keep going the way you're going and trusting God and he's going to work it out. Don't give up. Don't give up your praying. Don't give up your loving. You hang in there. Her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Man, what great praise, right? Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her the reward she has earned and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. So that's what we're doing today is we are are honoring you moms and we're giving you something that you earn which is respect and honor and our love and so thank you for that so i was reading through the bible and i was just trying to think of some moms there's a lot of moms in the bible that we can kind of um we can kind of um think about right we think about hannah right um i think Hannah was one of my favorite moms in the Bible because like she she believed God even when it it didn't look like it was going to work out or even when it didn't look like it was going to come her way. She went to God with all her heart and emptied herself out so much that when she went went to pray, the, the priest looked in there and he's like, man, she's drunk because like 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 she's sobbing and crying. And, and but there's no words coming out of her mouth, man. She was so distraught and and, and had such a heart to have have a, a child and birth that that she made a vow to God. She said, says, if you give me this, I'll give it back to you. Many of you guys have done that too. You said, you know what? I'm dedicating my kids to you, Father God. And I know that you're going to do a work in their life. And he will, right? Because he's a God who will keep his promises, right? And then I think about Sarah. <laughs> I mean, she's, she's a matriarch. I mean, Abraham's wife. I mean... God did a great thing in her heart and blessed her with a son in, in, old, in old age. Man, you think you're too old to do something? Man, look at Sarah and Abraham. Man, they're just starting. Man, don't even plan on starting until you're 90 or 100. Man, then you can start a family, right? Get your second win, right? But she had, to, she had a point where she didn't believe God, right? But God still kept that promise. And so we honor her today and... And then you even think about, like, I had to remember a name because, like, I don't even think of Ishmael and Hagar very often unless I'm reading through it. But, I mean, she was still a mom, right? And she went out into the desert and she was weeping and crying and God answered her prayer. And because of, of that prayer, now now we have Arab cousins, you know? So, listen, God's a good God and he loves you and he's for you. And there's so many things 
that that can happen um, in our lives that can discourage us and tear us down and maybe make us think our values um, are um, our value, not our values, our own value um, isn't kind of where it should be, but you are valuable and you're, you're irreplaceable and you're important and, and you need to know that and be honored, honored today. And then as I was thinking about this, I was thinking about another mom, right? And her name was Mary, right? She had a son. Mary had a little lamb, little lamb, right? That's I think that's where the song come from, right? Because his name was Jesus, right? But here, here's Mary, right? She's got plans. She's getting married, right? And God changed those plans and birthed, birthed through her a son as a virgin, right? And changed her world. And when God come to her, she didn't say, say what? What are you talking about? I'm, I don't believe you. No, she said, how is this going to happen? And God told her and she's like, cool so be it according to your word and you know what happened she birthed something in something not just something someone into this world who has changed eternity eternity right changed eternity eternity for me and for you right and then here she is like like um i'm coming here as jesus is growing up i'm gonna come to uh, i'm gonna start reading in john chapter 2 Ver, um, verse one, because I want I want to um, talk about moms a little bit here, and we think a lot of times we see it like there's so much stuff in my life that like if my mom hadn't pushed me out there a little bit, I never would have got there, right? You know, um, moms can meddle sometimes, <laughs> but they have that wisdom that we're just talking about in Proverbs too, right? So so she'd push me out there a little bit, and then I'd be like, oh, you know what? I can do this. You know what? You're right. So I'm reading here from from um, John chapter two, verse one. And it says this, on the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Galilee. Jesus was there and Jesus and his disciple had been invited to a wedding. And when the wedding was gone, Jesus's mother said to him, they have no more wine. So I was just, thinking about that, how, how, um, we can have, um, destinies and we can have purposes, but sometimes our moms and dads, they like push us into, into those destinies. They're, they're like, encourage us and say, you know what, you can do it. And, and here Mary, she knew, she had a promise for God, from God, and she knew who he was. And she was like, you know what, I'm going to make sure you, you get there. So listen to this. Uh, I want you to get this. So on the, I'm going back, John chapter one, chapter two, <laughs> verse one. On the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Galilee. Jesus's mother was there and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. And when the wine was gone, Jesus's mother said to him, they have no more wine. So here they're at this wedding and, and, and they run out of wine, right? That's a big deal at this wedding, right? And so, so, um, Jesus's mom comes to, comes and says, says, where, where's the wine? And it, uh, when the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, they have no more wine. And then Jesus replied, dear woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied, my time is yet, has not yet come. Okay, now get this. 
here she's like, hey, they're out of line, Jesus. And he's like, ain't none of my business. Like, not my time to work. You know, God ain't ready for me to go yet. Right? And uh, this is his first sign, his first miracle, right? A lot of people call it a miracle, but it's really the first sign that, that he was the son of God. Now watch this. My time is not yet coming. His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. Whoa, wait a second. She ignored him. She's like, no, I don't buy that. I don't buy that you can't do that. I don't buy that it's not impossible. I want you to just do what, whatever he tells you. And you know what they did? They did it, right? So, so um, nearby stood six stone water jars, the kind used by the Jews for ceremonial washing, each holding from 20 to 30 gallons. And Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, now draw some out and take it to the master of the banquet. They did so. And the master of the banquet tasted the water that had been turned into wine and he did not realize where it had come from though the servants who had drawn the water knew then he called the bridegroom aside and said everyone brings out the choice wine first and then the cheaper wine after the guests have had too much to drink but you have saved the best till now this is the first of the miraculous signs look at what it's saying signs that's this is a that's a different sermon and a different topic right jesus performed at cana in galilee he thus revealed his glory and his disciples put his faith and then so now here mary she she she's like yes jesus you're gonna do it so it's like she just ignores him saying no it's not my time yet right and and she hands tells the servants do, right? Listen, I want you to hear this because this is from Mary, Jesus's mom, Mary, right? Do whatever he tells you. I was praying the other day and God brought this up to me because I was like, Father, what do you want me to do? How, how do you want me to handle things? And God says, and, and I ran across this. I heard, heard this and, and I was like, wait a second. I just got to do whatever he tells me. You know, I don't have to do, have it all figured out. I just got to do whatever he tells me next, right? Because it's a relationship. I'm working it out. I, I'm learning to trust him. And so if Mary, his mom gave that great advice, I was like, you know what? I can take that advice right now and I can apply that to my life and I can do what, what, what God wants me to do next. Unfortunately, I don't like his next answer, what he told me, because he's like, I want you to walk. And I was like walk why would i walk and then i heard this this um this story about a neuroscientist or something he talked about how walking was not just good for your body but it was good for your mind and and seeing how i'm already pretty i didn't think i needed to walk for my beauty but maybe it had helped my mind a little bit too right i'm just teasing you guys right but anyway yeah but so that's what it was right god may have something that he's like i want you to do this or i want you to do that just one little thing. But then when we do what, what he asks us to do, then we'll have something else to do. Maybe he's like rest, <laughs> like Mary and Martha. Maybe you're you're the sister who wants to work all the time, man, and don't want to sit down and just rest at his feet and, and be loved by him, right? But I, I love where he's talking about here in verse 
4, he said at the end of verse 4, he says, my time has not yet come. And then I see a miracle of where the wine come. He turned the water into wine. But what's really cool is like, I was, I was, um, I heard a guy talking the other day about wine and how, how it's made and how, how long it takes. And so it's like two to three years before you can even get wine period. Right. And it's not very good. It's like really low quality. And then, then from like three to five years, right. It, it's like subpar or average. Right. And then you get from five to seven or to 20 or 30 years when these grapes mature and they grow up, then you get the finest wine. Right. So what was almost like God was doing a miracle in time, right? Or Jesus was, because he was turning water, not just water into wine, but he was turning water into fine wine. It's almost like he's the king of time, <laughs> right? He is the Lord of Lords and the king of kings. And it's almost like he made time stand still and just made a miracle right there in front of them. And they had the best and they had the choicest wine. And some of you guys are worried about time. And you're like, man, my time's being invaded and and I don't know how this is going to work out. But God says, I'm going to redeem that time and I'm going to make a way for you, even where you think there's not not a way. And so maybe you just want time with your family. I've been blessed. Like in this quarantine, one of the biggest blessings I've had is I've actually had more time with, with Linda, probably way more than she wants to spend with me. Right. It's probably wants to kill me sometimes, but she's not because she's not too cute right? But anyway, but it's been a great blessing, right? And so where, where before the quarantine, it was like work, 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 work. But now, and she's a goer, right? So it's like some of you goers, this is really hard on you, right? Some of you have been working the whole time and you're tired and maybe you need a rest. But anyway, beside the point is time's valuable, right? But God said, I'm the king of time and I'm going to redeem the time in your life. And so I'm going to close here. I'm actually going about two minutes more than what I wanted to. But we were talking in Ecclesiastics about Solomon last week, right? And and um, I'm going to go to Ecclesiastics, and I'm going to close in this. Ecclesiastics chapter 3, verse 11 says this, And he has made everything beautiful in its time. You know... I just want to encourage you. God's got everything in control and he's got a time where he's working everything out. And I know there's a mom out there and you're real discouraged and you're like, I don't know when this is going to work out. Maybe you're getting, getting beat up by life and beat up by other circumstances. But I want to tell you something. God loves you and God's for you. And he says, 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 I will make time work for you. Maybe you feel like you're being robbed of time with your kids or time with your spouse or time with other things. Maybe you're praying for a spouse or maybe you're going through a, through, through a hard time. But I want to tell you something. God's going to make a way where there seems to be no way and he'll do it in just the right time. So moms, I just want to thank you for all you do. We love you and appreciate you and I want you to be not just be, um, feel honored, but know you are honored and respected. So God bless you. We love you guys. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. 
If you'd like to learn more about us, check out our website at www.silverlakebaptist.org.